This week on Another Brother. I have this issue where I like being antagonistic. <laughs> and I like the feelings it brings me. <laughs> you know, yeah. The school didn't have a lot of money to do this with. So what we ended up doing was, as we put it, Kaisered it in the face <laughs> <laughs> by taking garbage. Figured Again, out what, what, Kevin with his abilities to name things aptly. Yeah. Oh, I've got, uh, there's also uh, a, another good one uh, that I'll mention here in, a, in just a bit, but it's the Hobo Killer 3000. Oh, nice. So I'll, I'll have to mention that one. <laughs> and then something really weird happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> A second smaller ball of light that's in that little cone oh. comes out and it starts pulsing light. I guess we need to start with. We have another brother here today, a ghost, as we like to call them, a guest host, ghost. My childhood friend, Greg Nelson, and his son, Josh. Thanks for having us on. This is amazing. Yeah. We are very happy to have our biggest fans here. <laughs> I just figured out that I'm apparently the first... Uh, Merch buyer <laughs> outside the family. Yeah, that's right. We made Woo! it for you. True fan. There you go. And they came all the way down from Washington for this purpose. Right, yeah, guys? This is it. Yeah, this, is, this is the highlight. I mean, there was like a 90th birthday for my grandma. Oh, you know, that's uh, not that important. Boring. She doesn't listen to this, does she? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Next merch purchase out of the family. <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> so in keeping with the theme of like childhood friends, we're going to talk about the things we did as kids that have shaped what we now do as adults, except for Josh Nelson, who isn't an adult yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> How do you want to go? So yeah, who wants to, who wants to start? I'll start. Okay, yes. do, it, do it. Do it. Uh, okay. So as a kid, I was kind of a punk Got into a lot of trouble, was very physical, like through cross country and wrestling and track and just liked, liked the sports and competition. And I have this issue where I like being antagonistic <laughs> and I like the feelings it brings me. <laughs> you know, yeah. Some of Josh's uh, stories may have pointed to this already. <laughs> um, so, it, uh, I mean, that goes into the paintball stuff we've talked about yeah, before sure. in the military. And then that led, so it, that led to, yeah, military service, which I just thrive in. And then also my other job that I don't talk about, but it's all just very nice. And so, to not belabor the point, and get down to it. <laughs> Childhood Josh, uh, punk, <laughs> likes getting in fights. Adult Josh, still a punk, really enjoys fights. So all you punks out there, your future's in the military. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> but you could join the Space Force. <laughs> Be a Space Marine. Okay, that's me. Okay. Should we just go around this way? 
end with our guest. Sounds good. Cool. So I was thinking about this and I had no idea what to say because life is pretty weird for me right now. But one thing that I did remember while thinking about this topic was your brother, Chris, Mm -hmm. we once together helped with a high school winter drumline. He was, he was, he actually paid to be there. He was the instructor. He was Mm. supposed to be there, but he asked me to help out with stuff. And uh, one of the things that we had to do was for the winter drumline activity, you, you usually have set pieces and a floor that you pull out over the basketball court floor that you actually march on and it's designed and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so like McNary, the school didn't have a lot of money to do this with. Mm-hmm. So what we ended up doing was, as we put it, Kaisered it in the face <laughs> <laughs> by taking garbage that we had available to us for free or close to free and making something really cool out of it. <laughs> not real garbage, please. <laughs> no, not, okay. not real garbage. No, <laughs> so no, no. not truthfully Kaisering it. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, no, I'm kidding. so like when, I'm kidding. when I was at McNary, we had our very first ever Winter Drumline show was based on the movie The Rock mm-hmm. featuring oh, yeah. Mr. Crazy Pants. What's his name? With the Sean Connery. Sean. Is Sean Connery in I The Rock? Sean Connery's in The Rock. Oh, well, I didn't mean him. He's not Mr. Crazy Pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Um, yeah, Nick Cage. <laughs> and we needed set pieces, and the theater department had just finished some Shakespearean production and had these fake foam rocks that we just got to take for free. So we, we took the rocks, and we used liquid nails and put them onto these foam panels that were four by eight, I think, and put a fake hinge between two panels made out of duct tape, I think. And that was our set piece. We had like three or four of those walls that were basically free nice. because the theater department gave us those things for free. Anyway, this has gone on long enough. Um, <laughs> uh, that's what I'm doing with life right now. I'm taking the lemons <laughs> out of my life. I'm just making Kaisering lemonade. it in the face. Yeah, I'm Kaisering it in the face. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just, I was wondering where this was going. I, I've got skills and a weird variety of things and I'm just throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks. I'm just doing what I can with what I've got. That's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I wish I was doing more music. Like I wish oh. playing the trumpet when I was younger was still what I was doing now, but I'll get there. I'm, I've, I've got a, an electric practice mute so no one can hear me play like mm-hmm. I'm in space mm-hmm. or something. Where no one can hear you play. Join the Space Force. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, anyway, Jacob, go for it. Like Josh, running and sports and stuff, that was always a big thing for me. With running, I'll add all the Boy Scout camping trips we did and hikes and everything. Those are probably the things that I've carried over the most for me now in it to adulthood. I've got a great combination now of trail running, go on big hikes fairly often. It's just so much fun. I just love it. I mentioned I did a Spartan race recently, mm-hmm. training for an ultra marathon next. Oh, snap. Mm. Uh-huh. Dang. From Spartan to ultra marathon. Yeah. How, how far of an ultra? Uh, 50K, Ooh, which oh is like gosh. 32 miles. Ugh. You know there's that's a race typically... in between there, right? No. <laughs> no, that's typically like the, the barrier to become an ultra marathon. Spartan? Like 50K is... Like the bare minimum yeah. for an ultra? I mean, anything oh, over... Marathon is technically ultra marathon, but uh-huh. 50K is the standard for the, the short distance. Still gross. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I work with a couple of people who either 
do that or help out with ultra marathons. They'll pace oh, people cool. on ultra. Oh, but they do like the 100 yeah. or 200 miles. Oh my gosh. To me, I think that sounds better than the 50K. Because you, because when you're doing a 50K, you're actually running. Yeah. <laughs> when, you're, <laughs> when you're doing those like 100 to 200, you're, I mean, you run, yeah. but you also hike and just kind of like walk. Right. Huh. In fact, one of the guys calls it, uh, what does he call it? It's a catered walk through the woods. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> because you have a crew that like feeds you. Yeah. And right. Oh my yeah. gosh. Anyway, yeah. so I, I would love to get into to one of those sometime. It would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I'm excited for it. Um, That's cool. It's a, I mean, it's a year out. So, like, I've, I'm putting a ton of time to get ready for it, not rushing into anything. That's sure. like vastly different training strategies, right? Between like a 50K and a 100 or 200, I would imagine. Probably just volume, I guess. Yeah. Right. Just increasing. I, I think it really just comes down to can you keep functioning with no sleep? Right? <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. because now you're, you're just, over 24 hours. Yeah, you're just going. So, oh my! And then oh, <laughs> the other big thing people to talk about is eating throughout the entire duration. A lot of oh, yeah. people say an ultra marathon is just an eating competition because <laughs> if you can't keep eating while you're moving, you're 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 gonna crash. Yeah, you're, you're not you gonna make it. Well, we already know you're good at that with ice cream anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ice cream! Yes, I still enjoy ice cream. No, running. Yeah, running, hiking, trail running. It's one of the things that just makes me feel alive, you know? Right. Um, sure. Being in the mountains, being on the trails. And I think that definitely is thanks to childhood, scouting, track, cross country. So, yeah. Yeah. Before you go, Greg. Okay. I, th I thought of something else. I was a nerd as a kid and I am <laughs> still a nerd now. Like I was really into computers Everything I do with my life right now is computers, video games. I still enjoy video games. If I had figured out a way to play D&D &D as a kid, I would have done then. And I still <laughs> like to play now. The end. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's inter interesting you mentioned like D&D &D and that type of stuff because huh. um, I don't know if you ever played it with Kevin Raffin. Did he play? But no, he didn't play D&D. &D. Okay. We played okay. this thing that we called the Lego game. Okay. And... <laughs> Since I figured Again, out what, what Kevin with his abilities to name things aptly, yeah. oh, I've got, uh, there's also uh, a, another good one uh, that I'll mention here in, a, in just a bit, but it's the Hobo Killer 3000. Oh, nice! So I'll, I'll have to mention that one. <laughs> but but basically, yeah. the Lego game. Now that I've been exposed to D and D, yeah. and I know what it is, and, yeah. and we play it a little bit um, as nice. a family, and uh, I realized that's all it was. It was just, it was just us doing D and D, and Legos were the minis. <laughs> right. right? Oh, so, that sounds cool. That's yeah. really. I smart. do remember him showing me like a map that he was working on on grid paper. I was like, I have no idea what you're doing, but man, do I want to know? <laughs> Get involved in that. <laughs> yeah, that was that was when we were quite a bit younger. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was, I don't know, maybe ten years 10 old. Ten years 11, old. That's what like I was going to wow. say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I I will admit I've been listening. I listened to all of the episodes of the podcast, right? Right. And then as we were driving here, it's a fourteen hour drive, okay. and we were trying to, you know, keep ourselves entertained. And so we sure. turned the podcast back on, and we'd kind of go through some of the episodes of the podcast. Then and you so, get bored and stop. <laughs> 
No, no, so, the podcast was the thing that made them bored so they could be entertained afterwards. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it was actually the opposite. <laughs> we got bored. We're like, let's turn on the podcast. But so I was, I was driving and my wife you know, was, was you know, sitting in the passenger seat. And every time I'd think up something, I'd pull out this little, I, I have this, it, it, I guess for the podcast, it's a little like digital paper it's thing, awesome. right? Yeah. And so I'd pull this out and I would ask if Candace could, if, if she could like make a note on there. And, and so I, I just started like saying all of these things like, oh, hey, you should, you should write about like paintballing, right? Yeah. Write, write this thing down <laughs> about paintballing and a couple of things. And as I was going through that, what I started noticing was all of these little things in my life, uh-huh. like there, there's, there's not the exact same thing in my life right now, but there's like sure. these analogous things yeah. that were very like, uh, you know, had, they've changed a little bit. Right. But so like one of them that I wrote down was backpacking. Yeah. I was fortunate enough that I got to go on a 50 miler when I was 11 years old. And, oh, then I got wow. a, and then I went on a 50 miler, uh, the, the one that we did, uh, you know, in the Jefferson wilderness. Jefferson. Yeah. Right. And, and that was, that was amazing. Right. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. And then after I moved away and, you know, went to college, went on a mission, got married, I really didn't do much of that. A little bit, but not much. Right. And recently with my boys, we've been doing a lot more backpacking and I've realized I really enjoy that. Yeah. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's something that is just, you know, you're out in nature. When you get to like a campsite, just the simplicity of it all, right? (laughs) There's nothing going on. And so you're like... (laughs) Grab a knife and a stick and start like whittling yeah. something. No Egyptian rat screw. No, <laughs> no. Although we have one time we went backpacking and there were so the mosquitoes were so bad. I had brought like a little, I was a two man tent, and so the three of us ended up squeezing the little two man tent, and we we did wow. have a deck of cards. No way. Nice. I think we played poker. Is that right, Josh? Yeah, we played poker. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that that's that's one thing that's. That's been a lot of fun. And, and we just did a backpacking trip with uh, my wife and all of my kids. Oh, wow. And that was awesome. The youngest Dang. is five. Wow. Whoa. Look at those guys. Yeah. Jacob's five. Yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> Greg, Greg looked genuinely confused. And not <laughs> Which, <laughs> Which, by the way, I was joking before we started the podcast that we named Josh my son after Josh. And now it's awkward because we, <laughs> we named Jacob after Jacob. <laughs> Let's go with it. It's hard with those biblical names, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was one that I wrote down. I wrote down a couple, so I'm I'm going to just keep going yeah, through no, if that do works. It, do it. Yeah, do it. Okay. So the other one was cars that I wrote down, mm. and when I, I I drove a really cruddy Honda Civic, right? Yes. Uh, it was like a 1986 Honda Civic hmm. in high school, and two, two years newer than the car I drove. Uh, oh, I so, remember the car you drove. When <laughs> it's 40 years old, it's still 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> that car was amazing. Yeah, it was fun. Um, but actually, I, I have, wasn't it Air Ride Technology? I think so, yeah. <laughs> it was, written on it your was car? amazing. It, was, it, was it a Crown Victoria? It was close. It was a Mercury Grand Marquis. Yeah. Mar- Grand Marquis, that's what it was. I also remember that we, uh, one time after going like biking or something, or maybe it was before. Uh-huh. 
your the hood of your car was so flat yes. that we put the skillet on the hood of your car and used it like counter. And we we didn't pancakes. use a skillet, dude. We used the hood of my car as the skillet. And we cooked pancakes. We cooked the eggs and pancakes directly on the hood. Did we? We did. We washed it down first. And we cooked right on the car. Oh, oh good. Even better than I remember it. Because <laughs> yeah. it was a dark brown, so it got yeah. pretty hot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Amazing. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. I thought we put a skillet on it. Anyway, but I just remember it was like a mile long, that, that car. Yeah. And the hood was like, it was almost perfectly level. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Anyway, but... I had some experience with cars and Tyler Davison had a, it was a Toyota, goodness, did I write it down? Celica. Yeah. Yes. He had a Toyota Celica and we abused that thing so much. I think by the time that car was dead, we had killed second and third gear. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to shift from first, like so redline it fourth? And to fourth and be like, ah. <laughs> you could barely get it going. That's hilarious. Anyway. Um, but then... Nowadays, I, I kind of, you know, after driving some cruddy college cars and some things like that, I, I went and bought a Miata mm, and nice. loved that car uh-huh. until I overheated the engine and warped it and all that. Ooh. And then when I was looking for a new car, I found a really, really good deal on a RX-8, which oh. has a rotary engine in it, which is a totally weird thing. But anyway. Very weird thing. Yeah. But I, I really enjoy <laughs> Like cars, cars, cars are that good. Was, that was something I enjoyed when I was younger as well. Uh, the other one that I wrote down on here was Night Games. Mm. Oh, yes. good one. Yes. There's a, good one. Yeah. There's a, there's a yeah. podcast where you were talking about like Night Games <laughs> uh-huh. and yeah. how awesome they were. And I got thinking about that and I was like, well, I don't do that much anymore. And then I remembered that I've, since 2014, I've run this race in Washington called Ragnar. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know if you're yeah, familiar with it's classic. it. Classic, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay, okay. So it's this relay race, right? Uh-huh. And you always have like a night leg that you oh. run. Oh, and Jacob's done one of these, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The night leg to me is like the whole reason it's I do cool. it, right? Because <laughs> yeah. it's it's that same kind of like night game feeling where you're just like like you're running past this house and you look at the house and you're like. There's someone asleep in the house, <laughs> and we're all just running. <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> but it's just this kind of like other world, and it's mm-hmm. surreal, and it's just like calm. And like when I've been running at night, there's you have a little headlight on, then you have to have like a red flashing light on sure. for safety and all this yeah. stuff. But you can only see what's in that headlight beam, and so you don't really know what's going on around you. And so the world is just I, I don't know, yeah, more simple, like. You don't have to worry about everything else. It's sure. just exist within this frame of light. Yeah. Know, yeah. You just taking the next step and it's like you're in a different world. Yeah. So anyway, that that's how I relate the That's awesome. The night game. I wrote down building things as mm-hmm. well. I always liked building things. And this one comes from well, a couple of different people, but Russell Murin. Yep. We would go over to his house. Actually, I'll start it before we'd get to his house. We'd go to Goodwill. And we buy all the broken remote control cars. <laughs> yes. You remember that? That's I do. where the parts came from. Yeah. Uh. We just buy all sorts <laughs> of these broken remote control cars. I remember we had one of them that was like a Nerf one that like popped up and would yeah, shoot. Yeah, it was like a semi-truck. No, not a semi-truck, but like a monster truck type thing. Yeah. It had the, in the bed, the bed would pop up and shoot And shoot missiles. darts. Yeah. And then we would like 
take apart that mechanism and maybe like repurpose it for something else. We put a giant flashlight on top just to have a huge spotlight <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> just because it was easy. There was a positive and a negative. So yeah, yeah. And that was kind of like the, I don't know, one of the first times where we were like just, I don't know, hacking things, like just yeah. taking them all apart and like, hey, we made a submarine once mm. and then it flooded in Willard Park <laughs> yeah. and the creek was like, it was like actually flowing because usually there's yeah. no water in it, right? But it was like actually flowing and we like tried to get the submarine and we, we made it like surface a couple of times then oh, we went down God. once <laughs> and then we never came back up. <laughs> so I don't know where it is, but yeah, it's, it's still there. <laughs> it's somewhere. Yeah, we huffed a lot of plastic fumes at Russell Muir. Yeah, yeah, we so, use like a soldering iron. I've been interested in this. How much was Russell's dad involved? None. Or was it just you guys? It was just, just us. us. Man, I'd love to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we just... We would, he had this little kind of workshop yeah. that we'd go to. It was part gardening area of the house, part workshop. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'd use a lot of hot glue, a lot of hot and, glue. A, <laughs> and a soldering iron, like melt plastic, to, like <laughs> run wires through or get uh, things. Or, yeah. It was. Heck yes. Anyway, that well, was a lot of fun. Good times. Um, and then also, I mentioned it before, but the Hobo Killer 3000. <laughs> this was a Kevin Raffin invention. So <laughs> so this one, this one was not nearly as technical. Like Russell... Right. We were doing a lot of technical things over at Russell's house. Right. A lot of cool stuff, like figuring out how to hotwire stuff. And yeah. Like, you know, do all this stuff. With Kevin, this one was purely creative. Yeah. Right. So I had this old box fan, uh, you know, those square box fans. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. <laughs> and Kevin was deathly afraid of hobos for some reason. I remember that. Oh, my gosh. And so we had, we had the Hobo Killer 3000 where he like, we like melted nails and like oh, stuck yeah. them through the fan blade, right? <laughs> and, then, and then like bent the frame a little bit so you could like hold on to it. <laughs> now, I remember this. I totally remember this now. The, oh the flaw in the design was it still had to be plugged in. <laughs> so not a very offensive weapon here. But, but uh, and then and then the best part of it all was that we we relabeled the settings. You know, they have like setting one, yeah. two, and three. Yep. Well, that's not nearly creative no, for not Kevin. At all. So they became, and I'm, I'm probably going to get this wrong. Chris, I know, knows this, so he can, he can mm-hmm. correct me. Mm-hmm. That's my brother. But I believe it was, it was name <laughs> <laughs> followed by mutilate <laughs> followed by baked bean surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly don't know what goes on inside Kevin's brain, but it was amazing. It is amazing. It's so amazing. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, that led to, and you know, going to school to be an engineer, right? Wanting to, you know, work on mechanisms and, and, and all that type of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. So you're a mechanical engineer? I am. Not yeah. chemical. I thought you went chemical engineering. Well. I went in to be a chemical engineer. Oh. Right. That was that was my thought. Mm-hmm. And then I took my first chemistry class. Oh yeah. That'll and do then it. it was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. I need I'm far more caveman brained, right? I need to yeah. think through that. Anyway. Thanks. Anyway. Then the last thing that I had put on there was paintballing. Mm-hmm. Um there's there's so much I think from paintballing that was just so awesome. Like I wrote down 
you know, that, that kind of grove of trees that we found. And that was mm. awesome. And I can get so talk good. So perfect. Did you guys ah. find that? I, so we can't, we remember. were trying to think through that. I, it wasn't me. Okay. It might've been Chris. Maybe Chris then. So we'll have to ask Chris about that. I had no yeah. knowledge of that entire like area. Yeah, for sure. I think for us, it started in video production and the old barn. Oh yeah. Right? So I think that's how we first got into the area. Yeah. Even yeah. the train tracks, didn't you guys shoot a video out on the train tracks? We did. So maybe yeah. we just wandered around and organically I, I, found it. I remember the first time I was exposed to it, I remember walking kind of where that old barn was. And then you can see the, like that, that grove of trees. Yeah. And Chris was like leading me to this, this area. And I was like, are, are we allowed to go here? Yeah. Just like, walking through someone's alfalfa field. Yeah. And, and so we were all kind of freaked out. And he was like, yeah, okay, we got to go quick. <laughs> As if, you know, the farmer just sits in his field waiting for people and be like, oh, hey, you youth, get out of here. Yeah. No, but we went quickly across there, right? But then I was right. I, I wrote down like, you're the sniper barrel that you had. Mm, yeah. I remember that thing. That was, that was amazing. It was amazing. Oh, man. That and, put a scare, I think. A whole nother edge to the game. You're like, wait, he has a long sniper barrel? <laughs> oh, no. It was rifled. Yeah, and you couldn't, mm -hmm. like, with all of our barrels, like, okay, you could kind of be accurate, you know, at some distance. But it, you'd just watch the paintballs go all over the place. Mm -hmm. But with yours, it was this predictable pattern. And so you could just, like... <laughs> Oh man, you yeah. could pin us down. That was that was terrifying. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I missed that thing. <laughs> the other thing that I remembered from that was there was an old pallet that was there mm -hmm. that someone had put like this really thin, like veneer type material that had all been weathered and like yeah. breaking. Uh -huh. And it was the most like it was the it was the biggest like false hope ever because you run to this thing it thinking, just goes right through it like oh paper. my goodness you got covered and then it would go right through it wet and toilet it, paper and it would be like all these shards coming at you <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like what kind of hell is going like it was horrible it's a trap yes. oh yeah that was that was pretty bad I actually took Candace my wife paintballing once nice uh, there before oh, yeah. before we were married so that was fun oh yeah uh, another yeah. one that I have to say is were you there? You invited me and I was like, I don't want to shoot your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We didn't, I don't think we played in the, in the Grove of Trees. I think it was out in the tall grass at that point. Yeah. Anyway, but I also remember, and I have to say this, Chris shooting his own hand. <laughs> yes. And then he couldn't play the marimba right afterwards. <laughs> it like got shards of the of the casing of the paintball oh like in his God. hand and no it was way. all messed. Anyway, it was really what? bad. Yeah. It was really it bad. Was, it was the dumbest thing well, I think I've ever seen anyone do. Not yeah. like a little five no, ounce no, right. action. Yeah. He, he like put his hand in front of the barrel <laughs> and then pulled the trigger. I forget why. We had told him something. He was like, it, it's I not going to hurt. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then he did it. And it was. Anyway, it messed his hand up. So, but that's translated to uh, a, a thing that I do <laughs> called sporting clays. I don't oh, know yeah, if you've sure. heard of this. Of course. Yeah, you've heard of it. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe 12 gauge? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's like golf with guns. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so you have different stations that you go around, and they the clays at each station have a predetermined path that they're going to follow, mm -hmm. but it's different for every station. Right. So you could have like a rainbow or like one mm -hmm. going away from you or one coming at you or, mm -hmm. or one that's flying across anyway. And, and I really enjoy doing that. It's oh. a lot of fun. Nice. And it's kind of like shooting, you know, shooting game. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I've I've talked too much about this stuff, but mountain biking is cool. also on there. We, we did a lot of biking. Uh, yeah. yeah. Did a lot of biking. I think anyway. it's interesting that like this core group of guys from Kaiser, I guess we're f- friends because of the shared commonalities and interests, but like it's so much of the same stuff and just maybe slight variations on the same interests. But I think if we like did this with everyone we grew up with, right. It would all be pretty similar. Yeah. With like some outliers, but just really, I don't know. It's fun. It's Kaiser. Kaiser for you. Yeah. It was a magical place to grow up. (laughs) It was a pretty good place to grow up. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I think it, I think it was like you're saying, it was more like the place. Okay, cool. But yeah, it was the people that we were with. Definitely. Right? So That's what made it yeah. magical. It was the friends we, were all we made there along the way. Are you curious about the world around you? Do you question why mysterious things happen? Join us, and perhaps you will be surprised by this totally solved mystery. story about December 22nd, 2017. I was in San Diego, California. We mentioned I'm a mechanical engineer. Mm. I work in aerospace. Mm. I was at a customer's facility and we had been installing what are called wing assembly fixtures at this customer's facility. So I'd been flying to and from Seattle, right? Between San Diego and Seattle, sometimes twice a week. Because um, we had stuff going on in you know, where I lived, and then we had stuff uh, at San Diego. It was really tight tolerances and difficult yeah. stuff, but this is December 22nd. It was just before Christmas, mm-hmm. so we were just wrapping up. It was the last day I was going to be there before Christmas. Um, I'm just going to kind of walk you through my day, okay? okay. So I, I woke up. I don't know the exact time. It was probably about 6 a.m. Got ready. I met the other people that were from my company down at the lobby to do that whole continental breakfast and eat the really nasty eggs. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> the team thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other thing that we did is we grab some of the extra food mm-hmm. so that you could eat it later. Sure. Right. Uh, so we, you know, I grabbed some yogurt and like a hard boiled egg and a banana or something like that. By 7 a.m. we went to the the facility that we were working at and it's a big, nice aerospace facility you know, we worked um, most of the day with like lasers and stuff like that to assemble this whole thing. And, you know, we were wrapping things up. We would have had a break at about 10 a.m. I would have sat there and very lonely eating my hard boiled egg at a table <laughs> and a banana or something. And then at uh, 10 15, we would have gone back to work. At 12 o'clock, we would have break for lunch. I ate at this taco shop that literally the sign just said taco shop. <laughs> and nice. it was like a strip mall. 
and you had to order in Spanish. Oh, if you ordered wow. in English, you didn't get the same thing you ordered. Right? <laughs> you just get something. But um, nice. They had carnitas tacos that have, are the mm. best I've had. Love the pork really crispy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so good. Anyway, we, we would have gone back to work about twelve thirty and finished up at about four o'clock. Okay, so All at right. four o'clock, I was done with work and I decided, okay, I'm flying back the next day. What do I want to do? And I thought I've always seen pictures of the San Diego Temple. Mm. I think I'm going to go to the San Diego Temple and cool. Walk around, take a look. This is taking a strange detour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So went to the San Diego Temple. It's smaller than I than the pictures make it look. Oh, really? Yeah. It's December. Anyway. It's December twenty second. December, December, right? Yep. Right. So, what's the weather like in, De- in, this is in San Diego? Southern San Diego. California, San Diego. So it's 70s? like seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, it's cool. like beautiful, right? Nice. Yeah. yeah. So walk around and then uh, the last picture I took at the San Diego temple was at 4.46 p.m. And I remember thinking, the sun's setting soon. I'm going to go down to La Jolla Beach, Mm. which is a fairly well-known beach. There's these big old palm trees there. And I was like, this would be really cool if I can get there before the sunset. And it's really close. Yeah. And I can get some pictures right down on the beach and maybe take a little walk on the beach. Right. So I head down there and I know I was there at 5.06 p.m. Okay. Okay. So I I went for a walk on the beach. I have I have pictures at yeah. 5.06. Yeah. This is going to be a time jump thing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> then I've got um, pictures of the sunset at 5.06, 5.08. I took five pictures at 5.10 and there were all these palm trees. And 5.19 was the final picture that I took. Okay. Uh, that, right. At about 5.28 p.m., I kind of got this, I don't know, weird feeling and looked up and there was this really weird, what I thought was a really fast moving plane with this like contrail coming behind it, right? What? Okay. So like, you know, you can see like behind the plane, right? Yeah, right. But it wasn't like two of them, it was one of them and it was much bigger. That's weird. And it was weird looking. And then all of a sudden it kind of like... Poofs. It might be the best way to say it, right? Like, it changed into... The, the contrail? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. The contrail, right, it, it changes. And it starts developing a far... At the, the beginning of it, right? A far more, like, conical shape with a bright light at the front of the cone. Okay. So the cone... So the apex of the cone is is towards the back of the craft or no no so, so think of like like a, a ball of light okay right that's traveling and it's got all this like okay contrail Vapor, or whatever yeah, right, right. And it, it, like I said I, I thought man this is a plane but it looks it it doesn't look like a plane it doesn't right I mean you've we've all seen planes and yeah why would a plane be doing that and, and then all of a sudden the front of this right as it's moving starts like having a cone come out from behind it oh right and it's it's a far more developed cone shape it's no longer like a you know a trail trails. Yeah, yeah like not yeah. like a trail it's like yeah. this cone that starts coming out with a bright light at the very front of this thing okay. right yeah so i'm i'm looking at this thing and i'm like what what like i have no idea i'm thinking that's not a plane right that's 
what's happening? And then something really weird happened. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> a second smaller ball of light that's in that little cone oh. comes out and it starts pulsing light. Like the only way I can describe it are like, like, I don't know, pulsing, right? It like starts, <laughs> How does it differ from the normal flashing of, of navigational lights on an airplane? Oh, it, you can see you like see almost the, the, like the shockwave, almost like Whoa. from the slide, just going and just going oh, out, snap. and then it would go and it's not regular because you, you get one that would go like and what like go heck? faster, and it's not perfectly spherical coming out from it. It will, it will go down sometimes, and heck? like it's weird. It's really what, weird. What color? Um, the best way to describe it is white. Everything okay. looked really white. Okay. Sure. Now, uh, so 5.28 p.m., right? So this thing <laughs> is against a mostly black sky, and there was just orange down on the horizon. Yeah, right? December, right. So we're seeing, like I'm seeing, everything is really bright light, and it's this kind of pulsing that's going on. Then more of these little spheres start no. coming out. What? Wait, what? Yeah. What? I think... I saw three total. What? So you've got the big ball yeah. and then three little smaller things. Like somehow materi materialize out of the cone. The cone. Is the conical it. yeah, is the conical contrail still there? Yes. Yep. And you can and you can see the kind of, you know, the the nice clean developed the cone. Yeah. And then you can see the like the kind of contrail looking thing coming behind it. Right, it's all it's all staying up there in the air, but this ball of light is moving forward. What? Right, and it's going not really up across. Right. Okay. And it is, it's very bright, and so then I start thinking to myself. I, I realize that I've been staring at this thing for a while, sure. watching it. I, I, a couple things went through my head, and I thought, okay, well that's not a plane. <laughs> or if it is a plane, the whole thing just like exploded or something. Right. Right. Yeah. Something weird is happening here. Yeah. And I I started thinking, well, maybe this is I don't know, a missile. Like, could this whole thing be like blowing up and like yeah. we're about to die? <laughs> right. So it's like a nuke. Yeah. I start looking around at other people and notice that everybody is just transfix staring up mm. like Wait. there's people i mean this is a popular beach there's yeah. people yeah. on the beach on sunset right but they're all seeing it everyone's seeing uh -huh. this thing right so i mean there's kind of some almost a little bit of panic energy almost yeah. right like sure. people are kind of like From getting everyone. their kids closer wow. right and at that time i i was close to my car and so okay. i remember thinking well, maybe I shouldn't be standing on the beach. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Maybe right. I shouldn't. So I, I was like, okay, I'm going to get in my car. Right. And so I went and I got in my car and I remember starting my car, starting to drive away. Right. And I'd be looking up at the sky, still seeing these things. At this point, I couldn't see two of the smaller mm -hmm. lights. Like I'd lost those, but one of them was still there and it was still doing that weird pulsing thing. And I remember thinking, I'm, I'm going to get out of here. And then just thinking, no, I've got to get a video of this. Yes. <laughs> like, this is insane. This is my question. <laughs> so, so I, I was kind of freaked out. Sure. And I stopped the car and I put, it was, you know, a rental car. And so I found the emergency flashers and 
I was in the middle of the road. I got out, right? I was in the middle of the road, and I can remember kind of looking around, and there were other cars stopped, and there were people looking up, and it was like this Independence Day type yeah. like <laughs> feeling of being like, we're all like, what the heck is happening? Yeah. Right? We don't know what's going on. And so I was, you know, a little bit amped up, mm -hmm. right? And that's, that's evidence in the video that I took. It was only a one second video oh, no. of this thing <laughs> before I realized, oh crap, right? I just only took a one second video. Oh. And then I got a 15 second video. Okay. Right? Okay. So I'll have to show you guys this yes, video. Yes, definitely. Right? But it was, it was crazy. So I, I had gotten the video. I was in the middle of the road with emergency flashers, which wasn't a problem at all because, like, there were no other cars. They were all, <laughs> everybody was staring at this thing. Crazy. And I thought, man, I just saw, at the time I didn't know this with the new acronym, but I just saw UAP. Yeah. Like, what the heck is this thing? Yeah. And so then what do you do after you've seen a UAP and you have got a video of it? <laughs> You go to Burger King and get burgers. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you did when you had that crazy week with your kids. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Burger King. Oh, that's a recording you guys haven't heard yet. You'll, no. hear, you'll, you'll hear that one next week. Oh, okay, uh, okay. So anyway, I go to Burger King and I'm like sitting there and I'm like, I was like to the cashier, like, did you guys see that weird thing? Like, yeah, yeah, what was that? I was like, Okay, so I'm not crazy, right? Yeah, right? I didn't just have some sort of like waking dream or something of this. Like right. the Burger King guy, obviously very trustworthy, <laughs> right? He <laughs> saw it too, right? I was like, man, what the heck? So I start like looking through the internet to see like there's got to be people talking about this on Twitter or something like that. I start looking through it and I realize that in Anaheim, California, SpaceX had just launched a rocket. Oh. <laughs> so it was an aircraft blowing up? It, or I mean, were those yeah, different stages? Those must have been the different stages or something that was coming off, that after. That makes so much sense. Okay, I can totally picture it now. I can totally picture what that was looking like. Now. Yeah, and, and in fact, uh, because it was very obvious in the night sky... Uh, there's a bunch of YouTube videos yeah. that people had <laughs> sure. recorded. And there were even people who were like set up to watch the SpaceX launch and record that, right? right. And, and anyway, it, the, the other crazy thing that happened with that is, um, and I just found this out this morning, I was talking with about being on the podcast with my brother-in-law who was in Arizona that same day at his grandfather's funeral. And hmm. he, that night he saw the exact same thing from Arizona. Dang. And he, we, we were talking about this weird experiences that we've had. And then we started like describing it and we, we were both describing the same thing. And he was like, wait a second, what was the date? And I told him the date and he was like, I was at my grandfather's funeral. That's Dang. what happened. Oh, so wow. crazy. Anyway, apparently it was very widely seen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So were those the booster separation or was that the independent satellites coming you know, off the payload? I don't think it was a boost or I don't think it was, it was satellites. I think it was uh, booster or, uh, or other like fairings or, you know, other things like that, that, something it's that were coming seen. off. But uh, the, the weirdest thing is like those like shock waves that were coming off of this yeah. thing. I, it must've been going like supersonic or something like that. And as it tumbled back to earth, mm -hmm. it was, you know, causing a shock wave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, anyway, I don't know the physics of, of it all, yeah. but I, that, it was really crazy. Uh. But for, you know, that, I don't know, 
20 minutes or so. Yeah. Like I was convinced. <laughs> I was like, yeah. well, uh, the mothership has come <laughs> and it sent down some probes. And we're all going to die. We're all going to die. <laughs> I love it. So anyway, so that's my story about uh, seeing it. I mean, technically it was an unexplained aerial phenomenon for a little it while. Was, yeah. It was for yeah. some people, yeah. But then having a perfectly rational explanation. That, <laughs> yeah. Dang it. Solved. I hate That's it when that happens. happens. <laughs> <laughs> totally solved mystery. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Dang it. That's what I was going to do. Oh, shoot. Do it. You're going to do it better. Thank you for being our brother. Wow. Did that we might just be too that? energetic, though. Okay. <laughs> we'll take another run at it then. Okay. For, For being, being our brother. brother. <laughs> the first one was too Gotcha. Production of this podcast is done by Alex Stewart. With music by Jared Poff and Alex Stewart. For show notes, rock and merch, and other brother goodness, check out our website at anotherbrotherpodcast.com. Be sure to come back next week. And tell your friends so they too can become a brother over there. Brother over there.